Hi, my name is Michael Lefebvre. Welcome to my podcast, The Bible is Beautiful. In this episode, I want to introduce a six-part series on the book of Jonah. Many of us learn the story of Jonah and the whale as Sunday school children, and many continue to view it as a children's story. But Jonah's experience deserves more than picture book treatment. In fact, his story is especially for adults. The book of Jonah is about loving one's enemy, and that is not kid stuff. God called Jonah to love the Ninevites, but he didn't. And this book is the story of God's lessons training Jonah to love the people he previously despised. We need that lesson today. We are living through a time of unprecedented social tension. Racial strain, political division, and outright violence keeps getting worse. And perhaps most troubling of all, Christians have been just as angry as everyone else. We are supposed to be different. We are supposed to model how to love our enemies. And that is why we need the book of Jonah today. The book of Jonah is not a children's story. This story is told to help God's people to look in the mirror and to see our own sinful disdain toward other people groups, to replace that disdain with genuine compassion. The message of the book of Jonah is pretty heavy stuff. In fact, because the book's message is so personal, it uses one of the most effective styles of writing to help us swallow its convicting medicine, namely, comedy. That's right, you heard me. Jonah helps to open our hearts to its soul-searching message with laughter. The book has a serious message, but it communicates that message through a humorous story. It is an ancient comedy. Maybe you haven't thought much about humor in the Bible. Because the Bible is a holy book, we often assume it is always read with a straight face and somber tones. But the Bible has quite a bit of humor in it. And Jonah is one of its funniest stories. Jonah is portrayed as a bumbling, petty, pouting prodigal who foolishly imagines he can run away from God by boat. By playing up his follies in a way that makes us shake our heads and laugh, the book softens our hearts to admit our own likeness in this picture. Are we not just as silly when we surrender to bitterness and neglect God's love? Jonah is a comedy that teaches a serious lesson on loving our enemies. I hope this six-part meditation on the book of Jonah will be meaningful for you. The world today needs witnesses of Christ-like love to shine through all the anger. In the rest of this introductory episode, Let me introduce Jonah's beef with the Ninevites and outline the remaining episodes in this study of this ancient comedy. Jonah was a real person. He was a prophet living sometime during the 9th or 8th century BC in a town of Israel called Gat Hefer. In addition to the book of Jonah, you can also read more about him in 2 Kings chapter 14, verses 25 and 26. Jonah was a prophet of God in Israel, and he had a reason for hating the Ninevites. 
Nineveh was a royal city of the Assyrian Empire, one of the most ruthless and violent empires of the ancient world. Assyria was among the first kingdoms of the ancient world to adopt iron weaponry, and they coupled their superior weapons with new battlefield tactics that seemed unstoppable. They terrified the world in their day as they brutalized surrounding countries. Just a couple generations before Jonah's day, the Assyrians had swept through Israel and Judah, devastating and killing many of Jonah's people. If you want to get a sense of Assyria's atrocities, type Siege of Lachish Reliefs into your internet search engine. That's Lachish spelled L-A-C-H-I-S-H. I'll put that spelling in the show notes. Lachish was one of the Hebrew cities which Assyria devastated. It's mentioned in 2 Kings 18.13. And the Assyrians carved pictures of that conquest and hung those pictures at the royal palace in Nineveh, the siege of Lachish reliefs, which you can find pictures of online. These carvings show the attack of the city and the torture of its inhabitants. Hebrew men were beaten, stabbed, and flayed alive. Women and children were carried away into slavery. Those images we can see today on the siege of Lachish reliefs were hanging on the palace walls in Nineveh, where God told Jonah to go. You see, Jonah had reason to feel deep hatred for these brutalizers of his people, his family. And God also was filled with wrath against Nineveh. God was angry with Nineveh, which is why he told Jonah in the opening verses of the book. I'm reading from the English Standard Version translation. Now the word of the Lord came to Jonah, the son of Amittai, saying, Arise, go to Nineveh, that great city, and call out against it, for their evil has come up before me. Did you hear that? Nineveh's evil had angered God. Nineveh was a wicked city. That is important to remember. Jonah's story is not the story of a man with an unfounded grudge against Nineveh. Jonah is not harboring groundless anger against them. He has every reason to wish them destroyed. And he is just in his anger. God himself is angry at their wickedness. But what God does with his anger against Nineveh's evil is very different than what Jonah does with his anger. And that is where this story challenges us to learn the surprising and redeeming compassion of God, even for our real enemies. Okay, let me give you an overview of the book and how I plan to explore it in the coming episodes. The book of Jonah actually has two stories in it. The book is like a pair of paintings, two panels side by side. The first story is found in the opening two chapters. The second story is in the last two chapters. And these two side-by-side stories rhyme. I call them rhyming stories because they are essentially the same story repeated twice over but in two different settings. The first panel tells the story of Jonah at sea, 
where he encounters the whale. In the first story, Jonah learns a lesson about God's compassion for sinners through his experience at sea confronting a great fish. The second panel tells the story of Jonah in the desert, where he encounters a worm. And there he learns the same lesson of God's compassion again. Where before he learned the lesson at sea, confronting a great fish, the second story places him in the desert, confronting a tiny worm. Those two stories open and close the book, with repeated themes and lessons shared between them. And then at the hinge in the center of the book, in between those two stories, there is a song. Jonah chapter 2, verses 2 through 9, contains a prayer Jonah prayed while sinking beneath the waves. Jonah's prayer at the end of the first story and leading into the second is a summary of the book's message in poetry, that is, in a song. That song of Jonah captured at the seam between the two stories, is the centerpiece of the book. That poem captures the heart of the book and its message for us. So this is how I want to examine the book in this series. In this first episode, I've introduced you to the book. In the second and third episodes, we will look at the first half of the book. I will look at Jonah's journey to the sea in chapter 1. And then I will look at Jonah's confrontation with the whale in chapter 2. In the fourth and fifth episodes, then, we will look at the second panel. One episode will focus on Jonah's journey to the desert, and the other will watch his encounter with the worm. Finally, then, I will complete the study with a sixth episode. In that final episode, I want to return to look more closely at the Song of Jonah in the book's center. That song is there for you to use, to read, to recite, even to sing if you are musically inclined. It is a tool to help you embrace the lesson of the book. And boy, we need this book's message today. Oppression, corruption, and evil are no laughing matter. But neither are they reasons for prejudice, hatred, and violence. It is our particular calling as Christians to rise above the animosities of the world around us. We are supposed to actually love our enemies, really love them, like God. We need to recover our witness as a people who love our enemies, as taught by the comedy of Jonah. I hope you will join me for this study.